Hello, my name is Ayana Majibay, and welcome to The Artist Pivot, a weekly conversation with artists about their current pivot, past pivots, and every pivot in between. On this episode, I am joined by dancer, singer, and model Tempest Perrin. She hails from Houston, Texas, and now resides in New York City. She has graced the stage of the Houston Grand Opera, the world-famous Cotton Club, and has been a spokesmodel for Luster's Pink. We discuss how inspiring the people around you can be, how knowing your worth can help you focus on what you actually want, and that preparation and gratitude go hand in hand. Here's our conversation. Hello there, Miss Tempest. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Ayana. So honored to be here. You're welcome. I, I'm honored to have you. Thank you for saying yes. What you been up to in this quarantine? Girl, um, <laughs> eating and uh, um, binging <laughs> on all these uh, shows that I literally don't get a chance to watch, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, uh, mainly doing that. And I actually just got back into the city to New York. So a lot of the time during the quarantine, the quarantine, I was um, in Houston with my family. So I got lots of lots of family time, which was been great. It's been much needed. So what were you doing when you were down in Houston? Um, eating more and, (laughs) and, um, on occasions, you know, me and my sister, like she is literally my best friend. And we, whenever we're like down or anything like that, we're always dancing. We're always acting goofy or silly, uh, amongst one another. And I really do miss that and just cherish that even more. And as well as um, being an auntie, my brother and his wife have three kids now. Um, Little Mason was born in February before everything really hit. So I've been, you know, babysitting and spending time with them as well, too, literally with them all the time. Because I'm just like, (laughs) auntie is usually in New York or in a contract somewhere. Y'all need to know me, know my face. Uh, these are the uh-huh. years where they're developing and <laughs> learning who people are. And I'm just like, ooh, yeah, I'm the one that's been gone all the time. <laughs> uh-huh, all the time. So um, it's nice because um, now they're just like, hey, all the time, which, and they're just growing so fast. Oh my goodness, so fast. So I've been enjoying that. Just lots of family time, to be honest. For a lot of people, if you can, you know, spend the time with your family and if you're not there at least call them you know right you know, I'm least. good for a text message but at least I gotta start calling people <laughs> oh yeah see my my family unless it's like my sister and brother or like you know younger cousins or something yo my family is more like call like I'm gonna need you to pick up the phone and dial the numbers <laughs> and actually verbally talk but mm-hmm. we've also been doing um lately the Zoom stuff, you know, um, and I'm actually surprised because, like I said, my, my family old, and <laughs> <laughs> and I'm actually just so proud of them of you know adapting and stuff to the uh, video chats and video yeah. calls and all the apps and stuff. So it's been really nice to see all of our faces since we can't like get together and things like that. I think the only thing where I probably like saw them in person was you know, celebrating, like we had a cousin that had a graduation, graduating um, senior from high school, going into college. So we did a car parade for him, like a graduation parade. So, you know, everyone's doing their cars and giving him gifts or whatever. It was really cool. I wish I had a parade when I graduated high school. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was really nice. And then I know we also did that for another family member for their birthday. So. Yeah. 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 I mean, well, quarantine has brought out our creativity. Right. You know? That is, right. that is, we can say that quarantine has brought out our creativity. You know? I love it. I love it. I love it. So we'll get to this in a second. We've always had to pivot as artists. That's our lifestyle, right? Right. But how specifically has this quarantine and the industry shutting down made you look at pivoting and like adapting and reevaluating? As far as pivoting and shifting, just thinking outside the box a little bit Mm -hmm. and realizing that in more of a, not like, not saying like a real life life situation because this is real life <laughs> but just being outside the box with my creativity I guess because mm-hmm. I probably just unconsciously put myself in a box sometimes with mm-hmm. what I've done and what I do and just because I've done it for so long I'm like oh my goodness this is this is all I do what else am I supposed to do <laughs> um, uh-huh. and you know and when that's taken from under you you're kind of like lost a little bit um, because I definitely felt that um, during this time. But the thing about it is, like, I'm so glad that we're just creatures that continue to evolve. So just other little skills and things that I've been starting to pick up, like um, just learning basic video editing skills and cooking more and, you know, doing little projects here and there. And so while still continuing to hone the skills that I have, I think will be very beneficial in the future, whether I continue to um, do theater or dance and, you know, how I've been doing or going into another field because I don't know, the arts are just very important and just being well-rounded in um, public speaking and, you know, conversing with other people as well as hospitality and so many other things, um, uplifting people. Uh, encouraging others. I think it's just, for me, just learning more skills and learning other things about myself has helped me shift through this uh, COVID time. And also being inspired by other people, how they are taking the situation to do new things. I mean, it inspires Mm -hmm. me, you know, a lot of, I feel like a lot of, I've ran into a lot of people in this industry that feels like, you know, their job, they're passionate about what they do, and they know that what they do is inspiring others. But I feel like sometimes we forget that, like, other people inspire us, too, that we get that same feedback when we see other people do things that may not be in the same industry as we do. And for me, like, for instance, my god sister, she is a pharmacist. She's like a PhD. She got all the degrees, girl, uh, you know, and doctors and all of that. But, you know, before COVID, she did take that risk of going into beauty school. But after she graduated, COVID hit. And, you know, she had that plan of like going into a salon and starting to get up her clientele. And immediately during this quarantine, I've just watched her shift into continuing to work on her blog and build up her following and her YouTube channel and things like that on beauty and lifestyle things. And now she has a whole online, you know, clothing store. And I'm just like, what? Like, that's amazing. I, I just love people thinking outside of the box 
And it's inspiring for me to see. So I know that whatever I decide to do, I will have the capacity to do it. Thank you. No, that was wonderful. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, yeah. Give me an example of how you have had to pivot in the past. Because you know how we mentioned a little earlier, as artists, we are constantly pivoting and constantly reevaluating the situation and then adapting. And mm-hmm. so is there something that stands out to you, like in your mind that you're like, oh, yeah, girl, there was this time that I had to pivot because if I didn't, things weren't going to turn out okay. I think I have quite a few, but yeah. one that uh, really comes to my mind is... You know, once I graduated college, I was like, you know, girl, I'm going to be a dancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the goal is Broadway. But yeah, that's what I want to do. Just dance, do the ensemble thing and live my life. You know, and so, <laughs> and, you know, I really didn't see myself, to be honest, like as a leading role type of person or someone that would always do solos, whatever it's featured or whatever. And to be honest, my vocal coach was the one <laughs> that kind of started to uh, plant little seeds and uh, shift my mindset on that because he was just like, you have such a beautiful voice. And especially, I, I've i never, I was a trained dancer um, before I started coming up to singing because child, yes, I was thinking back in the uh, 70s, you know, honey, where they just, just needed dancers. They didn't need to sing or nothing. And so... <laughs> So I'm, that's my mindset, but of course that is, you know, this industry is constantly evolving. And so basically he was just like, you have such a a great voice. Um, I just really wish you would see yourself more as shooting for goals of like certain leading roles and things like that. So yes, that was a mind shift, but also it was just so encouraging to hear that, Mm -hmm. Um, especially feeling as a person that feels like she's trying to catch up because (laughs) I didn't go to school for, you know, singing or, you know, acting. It was like strictly dance, you know? Um, And so I'm having to learn as I go in in a new city and in a um, audition atmosphere that is not like Houston, okay? (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) New York is real, y'all. Y'all, New York is no joke. (laughs) It is no joke in auditioning, in that audition life. It was nothing how, uh, I'm grateful for my school, but their audition had nothing compared to, like, what I've experienced over the past five years of living here and working here. So, um, basically for me, being more confident in the skills that I am continuing to hone in um, was definitely something that shifted for me, as well as realizing my worth. Because once you do that, you, you know, you start focusing on, at least for me, you start, I started focusing on certain auditions that I wanted to go to, like mm-hmm. some that were, you know, in the past, maybe a year or so, when I first got in, I was going to any and everything. But I, I think after year two, I started realizing, okay, I want to do these certain shows. I want to eventually maybe grow to do this particular role. Um, actually, our experience after we've done Dream Girls before, like the first time we did it, <laughs> the first time we the first time we did Dream Girls together. I was your understudy that. Ayana, I didn't know what the heck that was. Like, I had no idea. Honey, I was not ready if something would have happened to you. 
Oh, it no. was it was like <laughs> that was another experience that, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm just like, wow, I really wasn't prepared for that and really didn't understand that. So let me go and do more research. You know what I mean? And I'm grateful for that experience, though, too, because you were just so helpful in all your notes and stuff like that. No. <laughs> but but also just realizing, oh, wow, there's these other types of jobs that I didn't learn about that, you know, you have to step up to the plate when and be willing and ready once that time comes or at any given moment. So um, that also, I, I believe, helps with, you know, your self-esteem. You know what I mean? You really have to be in that mindset to be prepared for that. And later on, a few years later, I end up being a dance captain for um, a show. Mm-hmm. which because I've had that experience and know had the the lack of preparedness that I placed on myself when I was your understudy, when I was um, named dance captain for a whole show, I was like, oh, okay, let me get my life together. Let me be at this director, choreographer, because I've never been a dance captain either, despite all my years in dance. So, but I've, I've seen through like my training or just watched other people with other productions I was with, you know, um, and I felt like that was a growing point. I was so proud of myself and keeping like the show the way it was. I never had any problems. I mean, you know, of course you got to give notes to people and stuff, but as far as, you know, with the director choreographer, she was just very happy of how uh, the show maintained. So just step-by-step, step, I feel like knowing your worth will actually feed into the types of shows or how, or the way you handle certain things. Um, because if I just feel like that's just important. And another thing on, on that is, is, a, is as well for me and my experience is contract negotiations. Mm. So I don't have an agent. I mean, maybe in the future that'll happen, but over time I was just learning how to negotiate certain prices for myself, mm-hmm. which I'm still learning. Like this business is just, it's so many things. It's so exciting. that at the same time, it's like scary because it's just like, what? But you know, if you don't ask for it, you're not going to get it. So, and you never know, you know what I mean? They right. could just be waiting for you to ask. You, know? you never mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. So for me, I had an, ex- an experience where I was I mean, the pay was fine, but as far as like travel for me, that was just, that was basically going to take out of my pay because it was out of state. And I was just asking about a certain amount of, okay, will this be okay? <laughs> like to ask, or, you know, simply ask for you to cover my travel for this, or maybe at least work with them. If they can't fully cover the travel, is there like something like a reimbursement? Because just to flat out not do that, like, in a whole nother state. And I was just like, oh no, like, mm-mm, I'm, I'm trying to work to gain some money to put into the savings account, not like have it uh, go away. So, right. <laughs> so um, <laughs> for me, psychologically, I'm just like, okay, what do you want? You do deserve these things. You do work hard. You know, you shouldn't be afraid to ask for things that you feel like you deserve. Um, as long as you're, you know, reciprocating, you know, the product, as long as, you know, I hold myself to the caliber and doing my job, you know, I feel like it shouldn't be in harm in asking that. So just being sure to know your worth, because it really helps, especially in a 
cutthroat industry like this. And granted, I still have more things to learn, but I feel like within the past five years, honey, like I have not, I've never negotiated something for myself, but it's just that, you know, that stepping out on faith and just doing it. So just do it. It's very important. So I definitely encourage everyone, whether you're in the arts or not, like know your worth, an entrepreneur, like if, if you're working for someone, you know what I mean? That is very important. I want to go back to something you said about kind of being prepared. Like you got to the point where all of these things were happening. You were an understudy and then you were dance captain. And then you're like, okay, wait, wait, wait. I really need to start preparing for these things that actually could happen to me and could further my career and and expand it, you know, instead of just being a dancer, I can be all these other things. And Mm -hmm. so how would you say, or even how are you approaching keeping that mindset right now? We, in this time, we have to be preparing. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. How would you you say you're going to go about that? For me, mentally, again, like you had already mentioned before, this is temporary. This is not going to be forever, even though it feels like forever, mm-hmm. but it really isn't. Y'all, like, I just feel like time is going by so fast already. It is. It <laughs> uh, is. Um, <laughs> clearly. Like, it's going to be very temporary. So just don't think that it's going to last forever because it's not. Seasons change as they constantly do. And we're just in a different season right now. Um, And for my mindset, it's just reminding For me, I personally have been, well, because I have the time to now, (laughs) I've personally been, I'm a journaler. So I always write and I start, I've been starting to write um, gratitudes of what I'm thankful for, but also been looking back at like past journals, like entries that I had. And a lot of it has to do with, you know, with almost a lot of auditions that I've done or shows that I booked or shows that I didn't book. Mm-hmm. And things like that. And it's just like, oh, wow. I You just forget how much you've already accomplished or how much you've already prevailed or grown in. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. we just forget that. And I just, we just really take that for granted sometimes and just be grateful. Just be thankful for what you already done. And like, this is not it. You're going to keep going. You're going to keep growing um, if you choose to. That's the thing. You don't want to stay stagnant because life isn't stagnant at all. So I would just encourage others to keep their mindset of, okay, if I have to change something, well, we're just gonna have to change for a little bit. Um, If I need to continue to keep up a certain thing as far as skills or some type of skill set or something, keep doing that, keep growing and learning more about it. Um, For me, for example, um, just learning. I've been taking the time to research other shows that I don't normally, you know, <laughs> look at or maybe not even heard of. Um, mm-hmm. For instance, one was Company. Oh my gosh, I've I've heard about that show so many times, and I'm like, okay, let me just watch it. And I watched the 2006, you know, revival of it, and I just loved it. And I was just like, what? Like, mm-hmm. okay. And I knew there was a revival. I think with Anika Nani Rose, but I didn't get to see that. So. It's just like doing my research on other shows, maybe potentially interested in or um, keeping up with certain history for shows as well. In addition to company, I was watching a 
Y'all, on YouTube, there are so many Broadway shows and specifically, like, I've seen a lot of, you know, African-American Broadway shows like Ubi and, you know, Sophisticated Ladies, Black and Blue. I don't know who's putting all this stuff out here, but I'm watching it. And it's so inspiring, um, the dancing, the singing, all of that. So literally everything is at your fingertips to thrive, to be honest, whether it is learning something, watching something, finding out history, taking class, like it's literally at your fingertips, um, which is really, really cool. So yes, I just encourage y'all to keep, keep doing what you're passionate about, because that's what it's going to continue to prepare you for. How do you hope the industry changes once we, you know, start coming out of hibernation, once we take our heads out of the sand and mm-hmm. we're kind of back? How would you like to see the industry change? For the industry, I just really hope that a lot of the stuff that has been going on with like the racial equality and things like that, I just really hope it's just not a lot of talk. <laughs> Mm-hmm. To be honest, because uh, that has happened before. I'm not saying we haven't progressed. You know, that would be, I, I feel like that would be unfair to say that. But I do feel like, you know, there are some parts of this industry that we definitely need to see change. We definitely, definitely need to see other people's stories, um, especially people behind the desk, whether it's producing, directing choreographing, you know, all of those other industries, crew members, like hairstylists, like just Mm -hmm. every single piece of the puzzle that makes us whole in this industry. I just feel like there, there does need to be more diversity. So I really do hope that uh, we see that. And I hope that we really learn to see one another and really have the humility and grace to listen to one another. I think that's how change will continue to happen if if, if we just continue to do that. Yes. Yeah, so I, I agree with you. I, I hope that it is more than words and we actually see actions, but I also know that we need to be a part of the solution. And so, you know, for, mm-hmm. for there to be more stories told, For instance, we're both Black women. So for there to be more stories told about Black women, we better get to writing, you know, and for there to be more directors of color and producers of color and, you know, like you said, um, wig designers and makeup designers and lighting designers, all of that, we're out there. And so for me, what needs to happen is, you know, some of our counterparts need to step aside and let us who are there kind of step in. You know, it's mm-hmm. like we've been here. We just didn't get a seat at the table, you know. Yeah. And so now it's like, oh, I'm going to bring my own chair to the table. I just need you to scoot over a little bit. Like mm-hmm. I'm still I'm not expecting your chair. I I'm bringing my own. I just need you to scoot. Come on. There you go. Scoot to the left. Thank you. You know. So I can <laughs> <Yes. the table. laughs> Yes, let me bring my uh, water and my pencil and paper too. Exactly. I'm bringing I'm bringing all my color, you know, I like color coordination. So I'm bringing all my highlighters <laughs> and my pencils. Okay, scoot on over, friend. Let me sit down. You know, so I think that has to happen as well. We have to understand that we are a part of the change. So we have to write the stories and we have to advocate for ourselves. Right. And it's also like those in in the bigger arenas. Mm-hmm. You know, like, hey, I'm here and I'm waiting for my chance. So it's that comes back to preparation. 
we got to be prepared. So it's like, don't you worry. I'm going to sit. I'm going to stand right here. And so when you're ready to uh, to scoot on over, I'll be prepared to sit down with my own chair. Thank you. Yes. And I believe that will happen. So like you said, we, we just have to take our part in it as well, too, and step up. So Tiffany, to step up, start producing some dances or something. So thank you. <laughs> right? <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. Anything else that you want to share, that you want to say, that you want to just be like, hey, world, this is this is about me. All right. Well, hey, world. And <laughs> I do have a YouTube channel that I'm starting, and it's mainly just showcasing um, a lot of the dance choreography that I'm, I've been doing during this quarantine, to be honest. And since quarantine has happened, I haven't you know, I mean, before quarantine, I've always been busy with work or, you know, contracts. So I haven't had the time to really sit and exercise my choreography muscles. It's been a while. So it's been nice to have this time to choreograph to, you know, things that I've been wanting to do or that just pop up in my head. So my YouTube channel showcases a lot of that and some vlogs, like a lot of, you know, starting to do vlogs for that as well, too. And I do have a website, www.tempestcparent.com, if you want to get in contact or see what I'm up to and things like that, as well as an IG, which is Tempest Parent, T-E-M-P-E-S-T-T-P-E-R-R-I-N, um, and follow me as well to catch up what's going on. Great, great. And don't worry, y'all. If y'all didn't catch that, don't worry. I'm going to put it in the show notes. <laughs> so you can link up with Tempest, watch her dope choreography, message her on the Instagram. Yes. And, you know, stay in contact and start to connect and start writing the stories. Yes, yes, ma'am. You know? Yes. So um, thank you so much, Tempest. Thank you so much, Ariana, for having me. And I have one last thing to say to you before I let you go. Okay. And that is, I acknowledge you. I celebrate you and I uplift you. Oh, thank you so much. That's so beautiful. Oh. Thank you so, so much, Ayana. Oh. You're so welcome, sis. You're so welcome. Tempest, thank you so much for your wisdom. The things that are lingering with me from that conversation are preparation and gratitude. For us to keep growing, we must be prepared for the next thing and also be grateful for all we have experienced. Ever heard the phrase, stay ready so you won't have to get ready? Well, it's true. Tempest, thank you again, and thank you for tuning in. I'll speak to you soon. <laughs>